What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another Inform Daily. This is your host, Anthony Cavasa. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, China. The <laughs> this Chinese, this dang Chinese balloon that's hovering all over America, and for whatever reason, we're not shooting it down. I want to know why. I think the American people deserve the answers. And then we're going to be taking a look also into the Ron DeSantis versus Trump. Um, I guess back and forth. I'm going to give you guys my takes. A lot of you have been asking me, Anthony, what 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 are your opinions with the whole Trump and and Ron DeSantis back and forth. Where are you at right now? What's it looking like? And then I'm going to go into uh, s s some information that I have on that it looks like the DeSantis team is, is paying influencers to kind of, uh, uh, I guess, put out his messaging and stuff. And, w and I'm going to tell you why I think that's actually a, a brilliant idea. Uh, but with that, you know, uh, obviously, you guys know we have new merch over at the store. So if you haven't checked it out, please make sure you go to informwithanthony.com forward slash shop. Uh, we have lots of great goodies there. We're going to be rolling out with new uh, merch there as well. Um, uh, we got coffee cups coming. We're going to be doing trucker hats. You guys have been requesting that a lot uh, to turn our dad hats into trucker hats. Uh, but we're going to jump into this very first uh, article here. And this is uh, the BBC and it says, China balloon, could it have been blown off course as Beijing claims? So this is what is going on. So it says, where has a balloon been seen? Um, the Chinese authorities say a surveillance balloon sighted over sensitive U.S. territories is theirs, but insists it, its purpose is for weather research and that it was blown off course by unexpected winds. Mm-hmm. It says, we've looked at the prevailing wind patterns and data modeling to track its possible path. Where has the balloon been seen? It was monitoring, it was monitored traveling across Canadian territory before appearing over the city of Billings in Montana on Wednesday, where it was spotted in the sky by city residents. U.S. authorities say they've been tracking the balloon across U.S. airspace using uh, manned aircraft and it has, uh, and that it's been seen flying over sensitive military areas. What weird wind predictions that is keeps pushing that balloon over uh, military areas. Huh? It says China says strong westerlies uh, blew the device with limited self-steering capability of its off its planned course. BBC Weather's Simon King says that in the North Pacific between China and North America, the prevailing winds are westerlies, that is from the west towards the in the east. Quote, in recent days, the wind speeds above an altitude of 30,000 to 40,000, 9,000 to 12,000 meters were 150 miles per hour or above in this area of the Pacific. He says there is nothing unusual about wind speeds this high in this area. The wind patterns in the North Pacific in the past few days could have blown the balloon northwest to Alaska and then southwest to Canada to Montana. He says most weather balloons rise to about 100,000 feet and then blow apart after a few hours with the equipment falling to earth by parachute. It is unusual for a weather balloon to last days like this. Dr. Marina Marone, researcher in defense studies at King's College London, uh, says the balloon might have been more sophisticated than China claims. Quote, the balloon could be controlled remotely by an operator on the ground. Interesting development. Uh, she says they'd be able to raise or lower the altitude of the balloon so that it could pick up different wind currents which are going in different directions. Quote, you would want to be able to make it linger over a spot to collect data. This is something you can do with a balloon, which you cannot do with a satellite. Very interesting. And then it says uh, it kind of gives you like a route here of, of how it's been, uh, I guess, moving from China to the U.S. And of course, a lot of people are saying, hmm, is this really what's going on? And so this is uh, the Pentagon responding, by the way. It says the Pentagon confirms a Chinese high-altitude surveillance balloon. says they are monitoring it and closely and that it continues to move eastward through middle America. I'm going to give you guys that audio here. I can tell you 
for our announcement last night regarding the high altitude surveillance balloon. I'm not going to have much new information to provide other than to say that the North American Aerospace Defense Command continues to monitor it closely. While we won't get into specifics in regards to the exact location, I can tell you that the balloon continues to move eastward and is currently over the center of the continental United States. For our announcement last Bro, night regarding blow it out of the sky. What, what, why do we have this thing still going across the United States? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know a single person outside of maybe Eric Swalwell who's, who, who doesn't want this thing blown out of the sky. Why are we allowing, why is the Pentagon informing us that, that they have confirmed that this is indeed a Chinese high-altitude surveillance balloon and that they are monitoring it and that it is just making its way to the United States? This, this doesn't make sense in any scenario. Even, even if you're into conspiracies, like you would understand, wait a minute, <laughs> what's going on here, right? I mean, th and, th and the thing is, I, I know you guys have probably seen like some images or videos of this thing, but this thing is massive. It's, it, it's reported to be like a couple buses long. I, I know that the images and the videos don't, don't get, get served any justice really, but that's just how big this thing is. And it's just being allowed uh, there. And I'm actually going to go to uh, True Social so I can give you guys. Obviously, Donald Trump has um, uh, responded to this. And I wanted to give you guys. Well, first, he put out, you know, shoot that balloon down, which is hilarious to everybody. Because, I, I hey, you know what? Um, I think that's what it is. Actually, you know what? I think I posted it on my page as well. But let's see here. He posted... Yeah, let's go to Trump War Room. Because I know he posted his thing there and <laughs> shoot the balloon down. So this is his response here. It's rarely even mentioned that China has many thousands of spies working in the United States in business, finance, academia, technology, media, and likely even government, very sadly. As president, I established a special initiative at the Department of Justice, tasked with the sole mission of targeting Chinese espionage in the United States. Joe Biden terminated that program right away, suggesting that it was somehow racist. According to published reports, this came shortly after 160 faculty members of the University of Pennsylvania, where I went to school, the Wharton School of Finance, home of the now infamous Biden Center, wrote to Merrick Garland and demanded that the Chinese espionage initiative be shut down immediately. So I'm just going to leave it there. You can watch the rest of it. You can go to either Trump uh, at Trump War Room on Twitter or you can check out his personal page. He posted this there also. But what's inter interesting to note is that he had actually started a department for Chinese espionage. And one of the first course of actions that President Biden did when he took over um, was shut it down for whatever reason. And also the question also continues is why is he allowing this to happen? And he's not taking any questions regarding this. I, I, if, I'm, if I'm mistaken, earlier he had a presser. They tried to ask him on it. Uh, they did get to ask him a question about the economy, uh, saying that if he takes any fault on the inflation that he has caused. Uh, and I say that he has caused because when he took over back in January 2021, uh, the inflation was at 1.4%, I believe. And it's, it's only gone up since. Um, I think it's currently sitting somewhere like at 7 or 8%. Uh, don't quote me on that. But I know that the highest I believe it got was 9.3% May 2022. 
So, of course, he's not taking any blame, and he actually blames Donald Trump because he says he inherited a shattered economy where jobs were hemorrhaging. So it's really interesting because right now, basically both sides are saying, why is this thing not been shot down yet from the sky? Why, why is it that our own military and Pentagon is saying, yeah, you know what? It actually is a foreign Chinese surveillance satellite balloon, but you know what? We're just keeping an eye on it. But all they're talking about today is, wow, look at the jobs that Joe Biden created. It, it's it's pretty interesting the way the media, I, I hate to use this like uh, as a, I, I feel like it's kind of like a deflection, but it's like, can you imagine if this was Donald Trump and he was allowing this? I mean, the media would be absolutely, I, I guarantee you there would be whistleblowers within the Pentagon saying like, you know, hey, like this is so unpresidential. I can't believe this guy. We have no faith in Donald Trump for allowing this to happen. Uh, but hey, when it's Joe Biden, it seems nobody cares. This is this is absolutely insane. But um, you know what? That's that's what that I that's what we get, I guess. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, we're going to move into this next story. I, I don't know what you guys think about that. I don't know what's going to happen with this balloon. I hope we get I, I hope somebody shoots it down. That's all I will say. But this is Donald Trump. Uh, I posted this a couple days ago, and I'm, I'm just going to give you guys my full thoughts. It is Friday. I kind of just want to chill out a little bit on, on too many stories. I just kind of wanted to give you guys a little bit more of my opinion because a lot of you have been asking me for it. And, and this is real Donald Trump. It says, uh, thank you. The real, uh, the real Ron, which is Ron DeSantis, is a rhino globalist who closed quickly down Florida and even its beaches. Love the vaccines and wasted big money on, quote, testing. How quickly people forget. So what's really interesting is um, I, I, I not necessarily the rhino, the rhino globalist part. I hear a lot of people saying that if Ron DeSantis were to be president, that they feel that he would be more establishment, more globalist on his foreign policy as opposed to America first. Um, obviously, I don't think there's any evidence of that. Uh, I, I think, you know, I'm a huge Ron DeSantis fan for sure. Uh, and I might be very biased because a lot of Californians that had to leave uh, California because of mandates, because they lost their jobs, just any real case. A lot of them headed to Florida and Ron DeSantis took care of them. I've said that before on the podcast, and I'll say it again today. I have a bias toward Ron DeSantis because I have a lot of friends and family I interviewed thousands of people during the pandemic at the height of it with the lockdowns and, and, and the mandates. A lot of people had to leave California because like, dude, we're not going to we just got fired or we can't support ourselves, et cetera. And a lot of them ended up in Florida and they're loving it out there because they have a governor that instead of locking them down, instead of being tyrannical, uh, which I understand Ron DeSantis did lock down at, at the very beginning. I think the only governor, if I'm not mistaken, that didn't lock down was uh, South Dakota's Christy Noem, and good for her. Um, and and so there's a lot of people that live there now, and they now they have better jobs or or at least some job, and and they're doing a lot better out there in Florida. Um, but I'm not surprised at the rhino globalist stuff, but I am surprised at the love the vaccines and wasted big money on testing. My brother in Christ. <laughs> Donald Trump, nobody loves the vaccines more than you. That's just the reality. Any second you get to talk about the vaccines, you're all over it. I don't know who you think you're fooling here. And I mean this respectfully. I'm not trying to like take sides or anything like that. Like, no, it's like, come on, man. 
everyone knows there's literally like five minute montages of you just praising the vaccine as the greatest thing uh, just as recent as september alex jones gave you an ultimatum to denounce the vaccines as bad and you said no it's actually one of your best accomplishments operation warp speed so i don't know who he's trying to fool with the whole he loved the vaccines this is why you know i'm doing better than him my brother in christ nobody loves the vaccines more than you you've openly said that you've gotten it and that you've been boosted and when you were on a book tour with Bill O'Reilly, um, you guys touted at the vaccines and you said, yeah, I got boosted and people started booing. And he's like, no, no, no booing, you know, like no booing, like stop that, you know. And I'm just like, wow, bro, like you got to you got to know your base a little bit better. Obviously, you you must know that people are not happy about this. But um, it, 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 what, the one thing that a lot of people say is like, you know, oh, yeah, but he didn't force anyone. No, yeah, I, I completely agree. And that is why I'm still like, hey, this is not a um a turnoff for me it's not something that's going to turn me off of donald trump is is the vaccine stuff um i made my choice i didn't make it because someone told me to or someone told me not to um and and i realized that donald trump was not the one forcing it on people right um so that's why to me it's like hey man like i can i can see these things for what they are i can make an informed decision and when the time comes i will make my vote and cast it one way or the other uh, but this is Ron DeSantis. He was just asked a couple days ago, um, uh, two days ago, exactly. What, what, hey, what's your response to Trump's criticism on you and the way of your handling? And I think he answered it pretty poised and pretty good. So this is what he had to say. So this is the reporter. I can't hear him just like you probably can't hear him. Well, look, what I would just say is this. Um, I roll out of bed. I have people. He he. Basically, the reporter, if you didn't hear the question, he basically just said, "What what is your response to Trump kind of critiquing you the last couple of days, especially to your response to Florida and the pandemic?" People attacking me from all angles. It's been happening for many many years. And if you look at the good thing about it, though, is like if you take a crisis situation like COVID, you know, the good thing about it is when you're an elected executive, you have to make all kinds of decisions. You got to steer that ship. And the good thing is, is that the people are able to render a judgment on that, whether they reelect you or not. And I'm happy to say, you know, in my case, not only did we win reelection, we won with the highest percentage of the vote that any Republican governor candidate has in the history of the state of Florida. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. That is the best response. He didn't attack Donald Trump personally. It was very poised. And he said, like, look, man, the, the reality is I got reelected. Not only was I reelected, I made history by becoming the first governor to ever win reelection by the percentage numbers that I did. And again, look, uh, if you have people that are looking at this objectively without taking sides, a lot of people are able to say Donald Trump did a lot of good and Ron DeSantis did a lot of good. We don't understand the infighting. And this is where I'm going to jump into a little bit of my personal commentary on this. So. Obviously, I've told you guys on social media that what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be taking more of an objective lens when it comes to 2024. Uh, 2016, I didn't vote. 2020 was the first time I ever voted for a presidential candidate. I voted for Donald Trump in 2020, and I don't regret that vote whatsoever. Um, uh, I've stated in the past that I've, I've never, and I need you to listen to this very clearly, I wasn't one of those people that built my platform or a merchandise store off of Trump's back, meaning I did wear MAGA hats. I, I did publicly state that I was going to be voting for Donald Trump. I helped Trump campaign. 
Uh, I was working closely with Latinos for Trump in 2020 to help with messaging and outreach for Hispanic votes and, 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 and people. And when people asked me, I told them clear as day, I support Donald J. Trump for president for 2020. Um, with that, again, I have also stated I wasn't one of those people that put MAGA inside of my name online. Um, I, I never went on with like big MAGA uh, flags in the background at, at, at every show and, and MAGA hats and stuff like that. People knew that I was pretty objective even when I went by the conservative Latino. And so I've also stated that, hey, it's way too early still. I know it seems like it's right around the corner and the fight's already begun. But I'm not surprised by Donald Trump. This is classic Trump. If you are upset about that, then this is probably why you're upset. The reason why you're probably upset is because Donald Trump, this is who he was back in 2015 and 16 during his presidential campaign. And he attacked a lot of people that we didn't like. Nobody liked Jeb Bush. Nobody liked Senator Ted Cruz. Nobody liked these people. Nobody liked the neocons in the party. So we were fine with that and we accepted it. But now he's attacking Ronald uh, 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 Ron DeSantis. So people are naturally upset. Why? Because people like Ron DeSantis. I like Ron DeSantis. But if you take away me liking Ron DeSantis, is Donald Trump just being Donald Trump? Yes, he is. This is classic Donald Trump. Why is anyone surprised? Now, there are a lot of people that have reached out to me and said, what's with the infighting? We don't need this. We need unity. I strongly disagree. Between now and the primaries, I want a bloodbath. I want a complete bloodbath. I want, mm, maybe too vulgar for YouTube, but I want swords out. I want pikes out. I want, I want a complete bloodshed within the GOP, within the RNC, whether at the leadership level. Whether, I want it all. Come after each other. Tear each other apart. Call each other names. Do whatever you must. Once the primary winner is picked, whether it's DeSantis or Trump or whoever it is, then we fall in line. Then it's no longer time for, oh, well, it should have been this candidate. It could have been this candidate. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about should have, could have, would have. Now, this is what I will say. A lot of people want unity now. This never happens on the Democrat side, and this never happens on the Republican side. I have people that message me and say, Democrats are so united. No, they're not. Not pre-primaries. They are after the primaries, absolutely. And that is where conservatives and Republicans fail post-primaries. They sit it out if it's not their guy. That's where it becomes a problem. And hey, if you want to continue to do that, by all means, let's continue to lose. I'm okay with that. When the primary winner is chosen, that's what the party chose. That's what people voted for. It is what it is. What can we do? If it's DeSantis, I'm falling in line. If it's Trump, I'm falling in line. That's just the reality. It's either that or four more years of Joe Biden or whoever the DNC cooks up. You might not like that response. That's just my opinion. That is my guess. This is my take at this point in time. Now, I mean, maybe if they run like Jeb Bush and he wins, probably not my guy. But I have faith in the RNC and GOP that it's going to be one of two good guys, Ron DeSantis or, or Donald Trump. But again, this is what I will say is a lot of people also say, why can't the GOP just get behind one guy or why? 
the reality is a lot of people on the right don't compromise. A lot of people on the left, I'd say almost everyone left, they will compromise. They don't care about if it's the right person. They just care if they win. That's it. That's why they're able to choose people like Gavin Newsom. There's a lot of Democrats that I know that vote Democrat and say, I don't like Gavin Newsom. I'm in California. And they say, I don't like Gavin Newsom. But they will still vote for him. Why? Because it means Republicans lose. Republicans, on the other hand, and again, just speaking from bias here in California, from what I have seen, from the thousands of people that I've talked to, from the tens of thousands of people that I've interviewed or talked to on the street or met at rallies, protests, etc., they just won't compromise. And that's fine pre-primaries. Absolutely. Right. Um, but the reality is everyone compromises. Absolutely everyone. It is the lesser of two evil. I used to think it wasn't that way. And and you know what? In some circumstances, I still won't vote for some, a particular person. If they're really just that bad, I'd rather just sit it out. But it's just like in California. When we had the gubernatorial race, you either have you either vote for someone that is going to vote for abortion up until nine months or you vote for someone that, hey, you know what? He's not a, a, a anti-abortion absolutist the way I am. But if it means killing less babies in the end, then I will choose the lesser of two evils. Right. And 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 that's just again, that is something that you have to pray about. That is something that you have to think about. That is something that you're going to have to come to the decision about when it comes to either of these guys. I'm not pro one more or the other. I like uh, Trump and DeSantis. Now, one of the worst takes right now is that they should run together. That's hot garbage. And what I mean by that is Ron DeSantis is doing great in Florida. Leave him there. He can wait his turn if he so eagerly wants to run for president. And one thing I will say, and again, it's not because I'm pro one or the other. There would be no Ron DeSantis without Donald Trump. That's just the reality. And I'm just thinking about this as like a uh, like a as a friend to friend. I would find it extremely disloyal if I help someone run for governor and help them win, just cross over that threshold to secure the win. And now this person wants to run against me because he has people whispering in his ear, telling him that he could beat me. I would find that extremely disloyal. And I wouldn't like disloyalty either. It's really hard to find loyal people. And especially in politics, I'm sure it's even harder to find loyal people. And I would be extremely upset if if I were Trump and Ron DeSantis said, you know what, I'm going to run against you. There's no reason why Ron DeSantis cannot wait. He's fairly young. Waiting another four years is not going to harm him. And again, this is just my opinion. I'm not saying that, oh, it has to be Trump only. But the reality is I can't think of a single other Republican or anyone else in the party that could really defeat Donald Trump in the primaries outside of Ron DeSantis. And I think DeSantis knows it. And I think that um, uh, they've advised them on it. And I just don't understand why. But. Hey, if that's the path he chooses, Daily Mail is reporting that supposedly he's getting ready to announce that he's even selecting uh, 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 team members and, and, and people to designate this is not. Look, man, again, I don't agree with unity before the primaries. I don't. And, and you can say whatever you say. You can call me stupid, whatever. That's fine with me. Bloodshed, bloodshed, bloodshed. That is what I want pre-primaries. After the primaries, 
then you need to unite. And again, if you want to be one of those people that refused to vote because it wasn't your guy, that's why we lost in 2018. That's why we lost in 2020. And that's why we lost in 2022, because of people like you. And again, that's just my assessment. That is my based on data, based on analytics, based on people that I've talked to that, oh, the reason I didn't vote is because it's not my guy. Okay, well, <laughs> don't don't ask why we lost then. It's because of people like you. And, 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 and hey, you know, that might be too harsh, whatever it is. Again, I'm, I'm listening it because I have the privilege of talking to tens of thousands of people every single month. I reached over 5 million accounts, people, engaged people, just in the month of January. That's not a luxury that a lot of people have. And those people engage and they say things. Let me, let me, let me just, and I'm going to end it here, okay? 25 minutes. Well, I'm going to end it here for you guys. A lot of, you got to understand that if you're very politically involved, then you're probably saying, I no longer want to be Trump because X, Y, Z. I'm now going to go with Ron DeSantis. Okay, that's your prerogative. That's fine. But you are part of the very few percentage of people that actually tune in to what I have to say, that are being informed daily, that are caught up with politics, and there's a reason why you're now leaving Trump for somebody else, right? Fair, fair assessment. But the reality is, 90% of Americans are not that in tune. And I will give you just one example. I have a friend who's in Hollywood and, and she's very famous. She has a huge following. She's verified. And in 2020, she, she started following my page back in like 2019, 2020. She was very progressive, very like Latinx, this, this, and that. She is Latina. And, and she was all into that. She hated Donald Trump. We had discussions. I actually Zoomed her and we had a great discussion about why I support Donald Trump. Long story short, she ended up not only supporting Donald Trump toward the end, right around November of 2020, when it was time to vote, she voted for him. And she told me that many of her family members, because they started following me, also are now voting Donald Trump. You and I get to see that every day to day, we get to see like those little quick headliners and, and we tune in to Donald Trump speaking at events, talking about, yeah, I got boosted. Most of those people don't see that because they only tune in on election year. And most people only tune in a couple weeks or months before the actual election day. So I had these same people. Donald Trump just released his plan for the trans agenda, not just in schools, but across America. And it was a very, very bold plan. Well, guess what? We're getting close to 2024. These same people are coming back. And I had that same friend from Hollywood. And she said, dude, I just saw that video that you posted about Donald Trump. That's my guy. That's my guy. And I was like, really? I'm like, you know, what do you think about Ron DeSantis? And she's like, who? We got to understand that a lot of us live in an echo chamber. We, we go to the, the same right wing people, the same people on the right, and we're hearing it over and over again. And we get to hear a lot of their opinions. And who are they forgetting? They're forgetting about the average voter, the average American, the people that are not tuning in every single day to Dan Bongino or Tim Poole or Anthony Cabasa or whoever your favorite part, Charlie Kirk. These people are not paying attention. They grab little sound bites here and there. And I rely on those people to give me a good guidance of where the country really is right now and, and, and where people's alliance really is. And I'm telling you right now, the Hollywood folk, the moderates, the people that used to vote Democrat, all these people are still very pro-Trump.
They don't know who Ron DeSantis is. He hasn't proven himself yet outside of uh, Florida. Again, you and I can have this discussion. We can talk about how Ron DeSantis did good and he's going after Pfizer and he's doing this. That's great. But the people that I talk to, the people here in California, blue-collar workers, white-collar workers, the people not paying attention, these people are listening to Trump and saying, I'm with this guy still. This is why we voted for him the first time around. We're going to continue to vote for this guy. So that's where I'm at right now with, with the whole Trump versus Ron. Um, I, I, it might not be what you like. Bloodshed, 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 bloodshed. Let them fight. Let them do whatever they need to do. That's why they have campaign teams. That's why they need to raise money, whatever. Let them fight. And then make an informed decision on who you really resonate with the most and who you think is going to be the best for our country. Then come in and vote on during the primaries. And whether your guy wins or loses, the reality is if it's Biden again or if it's someone else, whatever Democrat they throw at us, it might be Gavin Newsom, it's President Biden or Gavin Newsom versus the Republican nominee. It could be Donald Trump. It can be Ron DeSantis. Then that's when you call for unity. There's no reason why anyone should be saying, oh, well, then I'm just not going to vote. Okay, so then let's expect to lose again. All right, guys. With that, I'm going to wrap it up here. Uh, for those of you who don't know, if you're a paid subscriber on Patreon and also Instagram, uh, we're going to be uploading the interview with my wife that I did today. I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, if you guys like it, I, I think you guys might like it, to be honest, because it is my wife and, and we just have a cool back and forth and she had really good stories to share. And a lot of you ask questions. If you're a paid subscriber, you submitted all your questions and she answered all of them. Uh, so that'll be up there. If you want to see that interview, it's only going to be for paid subscribers. Link down below to join my Patreon for as little as $5 a month. Or if you want to do it on Instagram, it's only $2.99 a month and you'll be able to see it on my Instagram. There's a tab for subscribers only. You'll be able to see it there. Of course, check out the merch. But with that, guys, happy Friday. I'll see you guys Monday. God bless. Take care.